As we've spent more and more time at home this last year, people have been dealing with the downtime in different ways. Sourdough baking became a national pastime for one, but there have been some kind of weird examples as well. Guitars did a brisk business all year as people decided to pick up a new skill. At one point, Amazon was completely sold out of podcasting equipment as everyone decided to try their hand at starting a podcast. Hey you guys, we see you. Another area where people decided to spend a lot of time and attention, and hey, let's be real, money, was their pets. In an average year, the pet industry is worth some £1.2 billion in the UK, and that number went up last year as we lavished even more on our furry and feathered friends. In Earthenborough, there is exactly one pet store providing these kind of products, and it's owned by this lady. Um, I'm Kay. I'm one of the owners of the Earthenborough Pet Store. Um, I own it with my daughter, Kelly, who's currently on maternity leave. I was originally supposed to be doing it with my husband, um, but he went off and got himself a job. <laughs> so um, Kelly and I decided to do it, okay. and, you know, we really enjoy it. I'm pretty sure I read that you shouldn't work with children or animals, but Kay's obviously found a way of making it work so far. Certainly when it came to animals, she had plenty of experience. I've always had pets, you know, everything from your goldfish to your hamster up to your dogs. Um, you know, so we've always been a family with pets. As the pandemic took hold through 2020 and began to change so much of what we'd come to take for granted, Kay and the family had only been in the shop for a few months. Uh, we took over in June of 2019. Oh, blimey, that was a bit of baptism of fire then all time. It was. Back, it wasn't it? the best time to take over a business by any means. <laughs> Starting a business is always scary, especially at a time like this, but as we'll find out from Kay this episode, with tenacity and a willingness to be flexible, there's nothing that's out of the realms of the possible. This is Recovery Through Enterprise, a podcast where we meet some of the amazing small and medium-sized businesses across the region that call the Nim Valley home. Be sure to check out our website at recoverythroughenterprise.co.uk to find out more about all of the work happening under the Recovery Through Enterprise banner, or you can find us on LinkedIn and elsewhere on social media using the hashtag Recovery Through Enterprise. In the meantime, a big thanks for joining us. It's great to have you along. A lot of people I've spoken to for this podcast series have been building towards owning their own business for quite a while, in some cases since they were very young. For Kay and daughter Kelly, though, this was all a huge change of scene. Well, I'd actually been at home for the last 30 years, bringing up my family. So it was definitely a change of scene for me. Um, Kelly was working in a printer's shop. So, you know, definitely a complete change of scene for both of us. Um, so, yeah, we're the only pet shop in Earthlingborough. Okay. Um, we've basically since we've been here we have um, done a lot of decorating and tried to you know sort of like pull it up to a bit higher standard as it was then a pandemic that shuts down the country and keeps people at home was less than an ideal karmic gift for the pair as they started life as business owners yeah I mean <clears throat> we'd literally just started bringing some money in around sort of like end of last year um and then basically it was it march that it all kicked off so you know although we we still had our customers and things obviously it went a bit from bulk buying quick buying to um slowed right down so you know it was it was quite tough when it come about 
From the off, Kay enjoyed something of a break. The store, under lockdown guidance, was at least allowed to stay open. We were actually really lucky because um, we're classed as an essential store, being, you know, selling the pet food. So we were able to stay open. However, as we've all found out this last year, this was anything but business as normal. And Kay and Kelly quickly had to deal with a whole new way of doing business and almost learn a whole new daily rhythm. Um, however, we had to reduce our hours um, simply because there wasn't the foot trade and also we offered free um, delivery to people who were isolating, elderly, vulnerable, anybody that couldn't get to the shop for whatever reason. Um, so, you know, to be able to do the, the deliveries, um, you know, we also needed the extra time. As hard a decision as it might have been to take, many business owners will recognise that feeling this last year of there just not being enough hours in the day. As it was though, the pivot worked. Going the extra mile for customers to get them what they needed at home generated a lot of appreciation locally. Yeah, we had a lot of people, you know, we had some reviews and we had people just generally sort of messaging us and phoning us and afterwards, you know, when they did come out thanking us because, you know, they didn't know how they would have gotten, gotten their food for their pets and things like that otherwise because they were just stuck. So sure. it went down really well. In between running these deliveries and keeping the shop open as well, Kay began to look elsewhere and slightly further afield for other forms of support and assistance that might be available to help her bridge some other gap. So we were able to get the um, the government grant, the first one for £10,000, which really, really helped us. You know, obviously it was, you know, still trying to buy stock in and things like that because, you know, although it was selling, it was also um, much quieter at the same time. Um, but yeah, so we, we got that, which was a great help. Um, we also managed to get the, um, was it the step up loan or whatever it was called? Yes. Yeah. Um, because obviously buying the business and that we had a few sort of like debts. So we were, in, we were able to, um, bundle them all together, get a slightly cheaper interest rate, which really helped as well. Okay. And obviously it give us a bit of a, you know, it's a, you don't pay it until this year. So, you know, that has really, really helped as well. So with some assistance in place to help shore things up in the short term, Kay and Kelly were on a solid footing to face the rest of 2020. As the year wore on and restrictions eased, more people started making their way back into the store day to day. And Kelly was very happy to see them back. As far as them coming in again, it's actually been really, really nice, you know, because they've missed coming in. And, you know, although we've not been here this long, They've really, really accepted us lovely in this in this village. Um, we've been really lucky. So it's like seeing an old friend with most of them. As 2020 drew to a close, feeling like the core business of the pet store was on something of a stable keel, Kelly started looking for new services and ideas that she could begin to offer to help grow the business even further. The idea they came up with will be of particular interest to the furry critters of Northamptonshire for sure. We opened the groomers in November of last year. Um, so, you know, it's all just that, just trying to sort of like open up the business a little bit more and uh, do what we can to stay afloat at the moment, to be honest. Pet grooming is something that's been growing in popularity for a number of years now, and so by offering this additional service to their existing client base, Kay not only filled another opportunity locally to provide a service that wasn't there, but also grew her business at the same time. Obviously, it's health and welfare at the moment that we can take in, so... You know, we're getting the knotted, matted dogs and we're getting the ones that, you know, if they don't get some sort of like de-shedding and things, they're going to end up with, with sort of irritated skin and you know, sort of like, you know, overgrown nails and all things like that. But we've, we've got to be careful, yeah. you know, someone's not just coming in for, you know, just to make their dog a little bit of fancy with a bow kind of thing. 
the reaction to this new service so far has been pretty exciting. Always already see, you know, what a difference it's going to make to us. Uh, you know, we've all already got nearly a hundred people coming with their dogs to us, which in two months is, you know, it's amazing. Um, again, it's all down to the loyalty of our customers because, you know, they are coming to us because they trust the pet shop, the pet stop, pet shop rather. <laughs> they trust the pet shop. Um, they trust us and because they know we own the groomers rather than just renting it out, um, you know, they feel more confident with us. Listening to Kay tell a story and the unforeseen bumps in the road that she's navigated since starting the business, I couldn't help but shake this question. And was there ever kind of a period in there when you, you kind of looked around, perhaps as you were, you know, putting on the mask and all of those kind of PP bits and stuff, where you thought to yourself, this is not what I signed up for 18 months ago when I uh, when I took this leap? Oh, definitely. <clears throat> definitely, yeah. I mean, it was probably, you know, about the worst time to buy a business possible. It's hard, it was tiring, it was also a bit scary because, you know, you didn't know what you were expecting. You know, I just, I did sit there some days and think I just, you know, I wish I could stay at home, I wish I could isolate as well. Um, but obviously, you know, if I hadn't have come in and I hadn't kept the shop going, the chances are we wouldn't have opened our doors again afterwards. Over the last year, through some long days and nights, Kay's built an enviable relationship with the local community here that will hopefully stand her in good stead for many years to come. Our famous quote for this episode comes from Jennifer Westfeld, who said, dogs just need you and love, that's all. This is factually incorrect, they need way more than that, from food to a long overdue haircut, and luckily for all those things, Kay and Kelly are there. You can find them on Facebook at Earthingborough Pet Store, or look them up at 32 High Street. In the meantime, to find out more on the Recovery Through Enterprise project and the range of support and assistance available to businesses in the East Northamptonshire region, please be sure to visit our website at recoverythroughenterprise.co.uk or search for Recovery Through Enterprise on social media. This podcast has been a production of So Very Creative. You can find more information on our website at soverycreative.com. Next time on Recovery Through Enterprise. I would have queues no end at the farmer's market and sell out every time when I did Frapston's farmer's market. And in the end, <laughs> my mum and dad got very fed up with me taking over their kitchen all the time. And then I wasn't even living at home at this point. I was <laughs> out and was still using their kitchen. 12 months ago, Lucy was a baker with a dream and a stack of pans in her mum's kitchen. Find out as she made her journey to her very own shop unit less than a year later, next time. <laughs>